Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Hey, everyone, and thanks for joining me on Housing Wire Daily. To start, what does it mean to be a game changer in real estate? As a hint, these are the brokerage firms and franchises that have grown their businesses at an astronomical rate. And I have Trends Editorial Director Tracy Belt here to unpack what this means in this newly released data. Once again, I am subbing in for Sarah Wheeler, HOV Media's Editor-in-Chief, and I'm Brenna Nass, Director of HOV Plus and Events at HOV Media. So without further ado, I'm excited to be here with Tracy Velt this time. It's been a pleasure for me to be able to sub in on the podcast, and this topic is one I'm especially excited about, Tracy, because it's one I've been able able to follow closely, which is all things GOE and all things Game Changers. So first off, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. So jumping right into that, I think the question that at least I've been very interested in, I think a lot of our listeners are interested, is the Game Changers Award. Can you maybe start off, for those who are listening who, one, don't know what Game Changers is, and maybe also when are those going to be announced? Why should they be interested in it? Sure. So the Game Changers is an award that we started giving out like three or four years ago. We have such great data from the Real Trends 500 top brokerages and Nation's Best. And um, we were looking for a way to track some of the growth of these brokerage firms. Um, so Game Changers is the top firms by franchise and independents, um, including leading real estate companies of the world, who grew the most by percentage transaction sides between 2017 and 2021. Um, We have 17 winners, I guess you'd say winners this time, or 17 companies who are being recognized. And that includes seven, I believe, independents and 10 franchises. Kind of looking at those two, so you said seven and seven. What, when you're looking at that list, I know we actually featured this last year as well. This is an ongoing thing. What changes in the list stood out to you? Were there any additions between those two lists that maybe didn't make it last year? Was there maybe a lot of consistency, which was even maybe notable in itself that there was no changes? Um, No, it's really interesting. Every year we've done this, um, we've only had a handful of brokerages who have stayed on the list year to year. So this year out of the independents, Compass, um, EXP, and Lamakia Realty made the list last year and this year. Um, With the franchises, we've only had one, um, and that is Coldwell Banker Island Properties. They made the list last year. So it's interesting how the growth goes. I mean, a a lot of people assume that the growth of all of these companies is from mergers and acquisitions where they acquired a large, you know, brokerage. And that was the reason that they were able to grow because of the franchises. I mean, you've got 498% growth in transaction side percentage over the last five years, uh, 491%, uh, 338%. So the the growth is huge. But the truth is, um, in interviewing all of these game changers, the the growth is pretty spread out between some M&A, um, some mergers and acquisitions, and then some organic recruiting and boosting agent per agent productivity. 
So I thought that was really interesting. Um, you know, when we first started this, I did think, oh, we're going to have the same companies on this every year. And that hasn't happened. So so it's been interesting. And you assume that most of it's through mergers and acquisitions, but it's not. And um, so we go into great detail about how they actually grew over the last five years, what happened to cause them to grow so much. And other than the market, of course, because we all know the market has, has helped all of these companies grow. And we get into details about their value proposition and um, some of the things they're doing to increase per agent productivity, some of the things that they're doing to recruit and attract talent, and then also some of the strategies they've used from the M&A side. So um, yeah, and the other really interesting thing, I think, is with the independence, you have uh, let's see. I think we have one, two, three, four, five. We've got five of the top seven who are flat fee brokerage companies. And that means that they charge either a desk fee to agents um, and the agent gets 100% commission or they charge a transaction fee. So it's um, it's interesting to see how they grew. I mean, these these models rely on volume of agents. So they're, they're maybe not as picky as other brokerages about, you know, choosing new agents over experienced agents and, and training them. But I thought that was a really interesting um, thing to note as well. And it'll be interesting moving into next year what happens because um, if they're charging a transaction fee, transaction sides are, are looking like they're probably going to be down about 10%, while sales volume will, you know, maybe be down a little bit, but probably not because home prices are continuing to rise. So paying that transaction fee, they don't pay it on volume, they pay it on a per transaction basis. So it'll be interesting what happens next year. What fascinates me about this list is I also very closely watch the mortgage side of the industry. And I was joking with some mortgage lenders in the industry, maybe joking is the wrong word for it, but just something we've all noticed this last year, it was very common to see the words record breaking, record setting, more people than ever joined this new level of volume compared to ever, ever before. But you take that in comparison to game changers and and what you just listed, and that isn't just the only thing that's you know fueling their growth, especially when you add in the fact that there isn't a lot of repeat winners. Um, you know, the, the list of people on top changes quite a bit, and you expanded on that some, and wanted to just know if there's anything else there that stood out. You mentioned the, fa- the flat fee, that's very fascinating. The fact that it isn't just M&A, what else there, I mean, compared to, you know, I have that bird's eye view into the mortgage industry, it fascinates me that in the in this game changers list that's constantly switching and maybe even looking back at last year's list is what what were the things that made them make that list last year that maybe they for why they didn't make it this year? Like what caused people to fall off the list? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm not sure I really have an answer to that one. Um you know, because it's over a five-year period, it could have been um, an M&A transaction that happened before this five-year period, and they didn't—they haven't grown a lot since then. Um, it could be that just some of these firms um, really were doing a great job at recruiting the past five years and growing organically. There are a lot of different factors, so I'm not really sure I have a complete answer to that. But I do think it's interesting to note that these are not um, firms that are all based in 
you know, Florida or California or some of or Austin, Texas, or, you know, we have, um, in fact, the top franchise, um, which they will be announced today. So the top franchise was Remax Precision, and they are located in Ankeny, Iowa. Um, the number two was a Keller Williams Realty Firm in Portland, Maine. Number three was a Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Premier Properties, and they're in Houston, Texas. We've got an Illinois firm, a Florida firm, a Nebraska firm, a Hawaii firm, an Alabama firm, um, two Tennessee firms, which is interesting. And those are on the franchise side. Um, on the independents, it's a little, you know, we have their corporate office. So their, their um, you know, success is based throughout within all of the markets that they're in. So it's not really as easy to pinpoint a certain market for them. But yeah, so it's really spread out around the country. That's a great thing to note to your point. I know you just joked about Austin in there and those big cities. It, it makes quite a difference. And a lot of the cities that you listed aren't the maybe typical ones that people would assume are, yeah, obviously it's Austin. That makes sense. They're, they're rapidly growing type of story. Well, I'd also be remiss if I didn't point out as the person who edits the magazine that for anyone who's receiving the June issue, we are featuring the game changers in there as well. The full profiles, the numbers and the data that you can look at, along with a lot of other deep data into what's going on with the Real Trends 500 list when it comes to independents and brokerages and game changers. So be sure to take check that out. But the reason we're also doing that, we are excited to feature that in the June issue is because of a big conference we have coming up that I know Tracy has been moving and working in full force as we're now in almost about the month countdown to. I'll joke because I'm actually based in Colorado Springs where our conference is. And this, so we're a month away and this this weekend that just passed, we ended up getting eight inches of snow. So I laughed thinking, we just got eight inches of snow, but we're going to, I know in a month, it always turns beautiful right as June hits. So I'm excited for everyone to come to town to to see the non-snowy part of our city and instead the beauty and also just really this amazing conference that we put on. So first off, there's the perfect um, note here. I know we were just talking about Game Changers. That plays a role at GOE. So can you talk a little bit about that and maybe what people can expect at GOE? Sure. So we have a Game Changer panel, and that is where we talk to several of the Game Changers about um, the specific strategies they're using to grow their businesses. And we get a little deeper into what exactly they're doing, maybe some lessons learned, um, aha moments, things that they might have changed about their company that really helped them to grow and scale. And some of the challenges that they've had scaling so quickly, which is, you know, really keeping a good relationship with each of your agents as you grow. Um, so we'll talk about some of those strategies. And I'm really looking forward to gathering the Beagles. I'm hoping that we do have maybe not snow, but some cooler weather. It'll be nice to uh, experience that. 70s maybe would be good. I think 70s, maybe even warmer though. What's wild, it was 80 degrees on Thursday. My husband and I open the windows throughout night and it starts snowing in the middle of the night. So we're like shut in the middle of the night, rapidly closing all our windows because <laughs> we were trying to cool down the house. And all of a sudden we were freezing the house and it took no time yeah. to do that. What else? And I, I do want to clarify, realizing that Tracy and I are knee deep in this and we keep saying GOE. But for those who maybe aren't familiar, GOE stands for Gathering of Eagles. 
It's basically where we bring together the best of the best, the top agents, teams kind of in the country together for this conference to share and collaborate around how to be competitive moving forward. And so I just wanted to call it Gathering of Eagles, just in case we are so deep into this GOE acronym. Um, what other sessions are you excited about besides the Game Changers one? I know this is technically, you know, Dealmakers is on Sunday, and then we have three days, half days packed with great people coming to town to chat. What other sessions would you highlight? Um, so first of all, I do want to correct that it's not necessarily for agents. It's for team leaders and brokerage leaders, so CEOs of companies and their leadership teams. Um, yeah. So all of our content revolves around how they can um, learn from each other and do better business. And I think one of the big things, everybody's sick of hearing about recruiting. You know, it's, it's like recruiting session, a recruiting session. But we're going to go a little bit into how you, how, what are some ways that you can get across your value proposition? I know in some brokerage um, office visits that I've done, you know, the, the agents aren't right now, you know, recognizing the value that marketing that they brokers provide actually um, the value that it provides for them because properties are selling so quickly, but the market's shifting and the flyers and the marketing that a brokerage provides for them will be a lot more valuable coming down the pipe or so. I think that our attracting talent in a highly competitive climate will go a little bit more into not just recruiting strategies, but retention strategies, getting your value proposition across, you know, helping and, and figuring out what that value, what the value is at different times in the market so that you can really stress what you have to offer. Um, and that will be a... Um, panel with Dava Davin of Portside Realty and Tony Charlesworth of Remax 4000. And then Frank Malpica, um, who is the strategic growth for the Realty expansion brands, which is ERA and Better Homes and Gardens. We also have a great session on managing relationships with top teams. Um, the, the team concept is there and it's been there for a while. I know a lot of brokers aren't really sure what to do with their top teams because they control so much of the market share that the brokerage has. So we're talking to Dana Green of Compass, Treasure Davis of EXP, and Kendall Bonner with Remax about the the value that the brokerage offers and, and what they recommend, um, you know, how they recommend that message be um, delivered to the to the teams and things that brokers can do to um make sure their their teams are happy without giving everything away. I think that last point's a great clarification, giving everything away, giving everything away. This industry is getting, I think, good at finding that balance between maybe not giving away your secrets, but also helping us all move forward on tips and strategic moves that we can take in order to grow. One session I'm excited about is the one that we have um, on Tuesday with Logan Motoshami, our lead analyst here at Housing Wire. He's when we technically was the last episode of this podcast, someone we feature quite a bit, but that's all because of the fact that he is able to deep dive into housing data, what's going on to the economy, what's going on with the market. And as I, I commonly know, it's important because that's changing so fast. So just because you heard it maybe two weeks ago, 
data commonly changes within two weeks and all of a sudden maybe jobs reports is, you know, sharing something else. Mortgage rates went up another X amount and we all need to kind of unpack what that means for our business. And he's going to have a session I know on Tuesday. It's kind of in the lineup of this kind of like great lunch period of getting a deep dive onto what's going on. Is there anything else maybe that day that you would want to point out? And I also know we have some fun things going on as well. Uh, yeah, you know, we uh, Logan's doing a power lunch for us talking yeah. about the future of the housing market. And um, it'll, like you said, be the most up to date analysis of, of what's happening around the country. But we also have a bonus session, which is Larry Kendall is our um, keynote speaker. Larry Kendall is the founder of Ninja Selling and Ninja Selling has helped brokerage leaders from all over the country, you know, better serve their agents and increase agent productivity. And so he's doing a special workshop and I, I think it's pretty almost sold out. So, um, so, but the workshop is a small group, a smaller group session um, that will also be in the afternoon after the conference adjourns. He's going to be doing this special session, really working kind of um, small group with the brokers on what some things they can do to increase their agent productivity. That's another big one I'm excited about. And then the fun things that we have going on. I know there's a golf tournament there. I am particularly excited about, I was chatting with my husband, like a true Coloradan, we're all into microbreweries here. It's a big deal in Colorado. And no, there's even a beer tasting, a wine tasting, along with just the beautiful views of Pikes Peak. Um, the Broadmoor is nestled right into the foothills. The snow will all be melted by then. So I'm excited, Tracy, to also see our team in this industry, a lot of those those fun events too, where we can just mingle and also look at the beautiful breathtaking views that Colorado Springs offers. Yeah, there's great networking there. And um, Steve Murray, who founded Real Trends and is now a senior advisor for HW Media, will be there talking about trends in real estate valuations and M&A as part of the Gathering of Eagles. And then he also leads the Deal Makers, which is really a great event for any broker looking to improve the value of their company. You don't have to be buying or selling a business. Um, you know, there are a lot of reasons why you want to um, value your company from change in ownership or divorce or um, you know a succession plan. So they go into some of the details and, and some of the trends that are happening in the M&A space right now in the dealmaker session, which is the day before the gathering starts. Well, I know, Tracy, that there's a lot of things that you're working on. I know I started off this this interview just noting that you are knee-deep in JOE. You've been cranking out the uh, the Game Changers data. Is there anything else as we kind of look forward that you'd maybe want to note to everyone, maybe something that they should stay tuned for? I know Game Changers is officially live today, so go check out realtrends.com for that information. Anything else that you'd want to highlight or flag? Sure. We're, we're always working on research projects. And one of the latest ones is our 10-year productivity report. Um, Steve Murray is the one who crunched the numbers on this one. And that will be out at the end of May. We also are doing a panel talking about uh, to some of those top uh, brokerage firms. But we did a 10-year look at um, growth in agents, uh, growth in sales volume, growth in agent productivity. Um, and growth and transaction sides. And we rank the top 50 in each of those categories. And I think that um, 
people really be surprised to see see what's happening. So we'll have a great analysis about that. And we'll also have some of those brokers speaking at the gathering about their agent productivity and um, some of the things that they've done over the past 10 years. I'm excited about this, Tracy. At data, I think, is the word that we're all very excited about and ready to just see because that's really the information. I say we, but I'd say this industry, CEOs, the top teams that you mentioned need to move forward, especially after something we keep noting, how wild busy the market has been. And so everyone's looking at 2022 and beyond, I would emphasize not just this year on what they need to know to move forward. So thanks for joining me, Tracy. It's always a treat to be able to interview and chat with you about what's happening with the real trends. Yeah, thanks so much. How have the 2022 housing market forecast changed? Or how is the industry navigating the shift to a purchase-driven market? HousingWire's premium content program, HW+, answers questions like these and offers a variety of member-exclusive benefits that are tailored to what you need to stay competitive and agile in today's fast-paced market. Go to housingwire.com forward slash membership to join today. With your HW Plus membership, you get access to longer-form digital content, the HousingWire magazine, member-exclusive rates to in-person events like HousingWire Annual, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.